it's only 30 days. You, you shouldn't really be getting a lot of results under any program, 30 days, some results, maybe some changes in the way that you feel. Maybe you lose a little bit of uh, body fat and the scale starts to drop a little bit, but significant results in that amount of time is problematic, right? Uh, this recently came out, Noah Olson, he lost 20 pounds in one month. And there's a lot of reasons that that could have been the case, but that is not what you're looking to do. That is not at all what you wanna be focused on doing when it comes to weight loss. Welcome to Consistency Breeds Growth Radio. I am your host, Justin Romare. Our incredible guest and myself talk about the cutting edge science and consistency necessary to reach your weight loss, wellness, and performance goals. If you have nutrition goals, we have customized nutrition programs and coaches that tell you how much, when, and what to eat for every single meal. And the best part? You don't need to calculate macros in an app. Ditch the calculators. Want to learn more about our intrinsic diet? Let one of our coaches know you listen to this podcast to get 10% off. Do you own a gym or attend a gym that wants to make some money and throw a top-notch nutrition challenge with a team of certified nutrition coaches? Our team will guide your members through a nutrition challenge customized for your gym. And you'll make money for each member who signs up. If you want more information about working with us one-on-one or in a gym setting, head over to consistencybreedsgrowth.com or email us at consistencybreedsgrowth at gmail.com. We will also put links in the show notes. Enjoy the podcast. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Justin Romare, back for another episode of CBG Radio. I got a special topic for you guys today, but first, I want to make sure that you're on our CrossFit Nutrition Facebook page, right? We give a lot of guides on there, totally free. We run challenges on there from time to time that are totally free. You get to interact a little bit more with me and my team, free workouts, free recipes on Food Friday. We talk about uh, you know the mentality around your nutrition and what things you might be missing to actually reach the goals that you deserve, right? To look like you actually CrossFit, right? We spend so much time in the gym, five, six days a week, doing these gross workouts, these wads, and we're still not where we want to be. So we formed this Facebook page for you guys to start getting the results that you want by making small incremental changes to your nutrition, all right? So if you want access to that page, you need to go to Facebook. When you do, go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash CBG Nutrition Tribe, all right? www.facebook.com slash groups slash CBG Nutrition Tribe. That's it. I don't have any ads in this podcast. I'm not going to get you to go purchase or buy anything. This is just a free Facebook page. You can go to get some information and interact with our coaches. That's it, right? So today's podcast topic is all around Whole30, all right? So over the past five to 10 years, more CrossFit gyms continue to open, uh, and a lot of the coaches at these gyms are fitness coaches, right? They're not nutrition specialists, nutritionists, or registered dietitians, right? But they want what is best for you, right? And they know why 
you signed up for their gym. The reason you signed up for their gym was to become more confident, to look better, and to actually look like you CrossFit, right? To stay in shape and be healthy, right? As a result of that, a lot of us have realized the other benefits of CrossFit, getting stronger, getting our first pull-up, right? All these things are things that came out of what we thought we weren't going to get from CrossFit, but we did as a byproduct, which is pretty cool. Along with the community, the friends that we've built, the coaches, and the relationships that we have now that we've joined a CrossFit gym, and just the overall atmosphere, right? But the main reason you stepped into your CrossFit gym, you're like, I need to find a way to work out so that I can actually look better and become more confident in myself so that when I put a bathing suit on, I look the way that I want. When I go to the beach, I look the way that I want. When I show up at work, I have the confidence to perform my job optimally because I'm confident with myself and who I am. And that's why we joined a CrossFit gym in the first place, right? To be healthier, to look better, and to build confidence, right? And most really good coaches, they know that. They know you're not stepping into their gym and want to go to the CrossFit games, that may be a byproduct of why you first stepped in, which was to build confidence and lose weight, but it's not the main reason that you stepped into a CrossFit gym at, at the outset, right? And your coaches know that, right? So as a result, coaches started to realize, hmm, well, this person is coming to my gym. They're working out five days per week. They've been doing this for months, and they're not really getting the changes that they told me they wanted when they started here. Yeah, they're getting better at CrossFit. Yeah, they're getting healthier because they're improving their cardiovascular endurance and other things, like. but they're not really losing weight, which is one of the primary reasons they came to me, all right? Naturally, coaches go, hmm, maybe we should do something with nutrition because it could be that people are falling short on the nutrition side of things, and it's why they're not reaching the goals that they want. Hmm, let me look into this more. They look up other CrossFit gyms, the CrossFit system, what does the CrossFit recommend? It recommends paleo, um, or, or in a zone-type fashion using the paleo model. Other derivatives of that diet have begun to spun out. Whole30 is one of those diets, right? Why don't we do a Whole30 challenge? 30 days where we can help improve the nutrition of our members at our gym, okay? Now, I'm going to explain what the Whole30 diet is so that everyone has a really good understanding of what it is, where it came from, why it exists, how it's getting misconstrued in CrossFit gyms, and why after you've done a Whole30 challenge once, you should probably avoid, not probably, you should avoid doing them again. Right, and why they're not getting you to where you believe you want to be. All right, so whole 30, right? This is what the whole 30 diet is it is a program, it is a nutrition program that is focused specifically on eating real food or whole food. The program has quote unquote rules, we already know there's a problem there, and it has 30 in it. So think about that for a second 30 is the number of days it wants you to follow the program, right? So just in the name itself, it defines that it's not sustainable. Of course, it doesn't say follow the whole 30, follow for 30 days and then do whatever you want. It's not sustainable. No, but 
it does say 30 in it, and it doesn't really have the intention for any type of exit strategy after the whole 30 challenge is over, right? Regardless, I do want to define what the whole 30 challenge is, what foods are off limits, what foods you can have, etc. Right? So the first, you cannot consume added sugar, real or artificial, right? Maple syrup, honey, agave, nectar, coconut sugar, date syrup, equal, splenda, stevia, right? And as you guys know, like most things have a little bit of added sugar in them or something that provide that makes it give you some taste to your food, right? Like most protein bars have added sugar in them, right? Protein bars unhealthy? No, right? But you're not allowed to have them on the Whole30 diet for 30 days, right? Uh, Do not consume alcohol in any form, not even in cooking, and ideally no tobacco products. So alcohol, as we know, um, can halt progress significantly, especially if you drink alcohol more than once per week. Right. In our personal opinion, that's what we found over the 10 years at CBG, working with a multitude of clients that have goals of focusing on performance or fat loss or building muscle. Right. Uh, this tells you to eliminate completely. Right. So that's the, the, the take on Whole30 when it comes to alcohol. Do not eat grains. So these grains include wheat, rye, barley, oats. Corn, rice, sprouted grains, any gluten-free pseudo-cereals like quinoa, buckwheat. So, I mean, as you can see there, there's not really a lot of carbohydrates available beyond that. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit more, right? So uh, the next is legumes, right? So no, no legumes of any sort. So that's beans, black, red, pinto, navy, garbanzo, chickpeas, white, kidney, lima, uh, lima beans, uh, lentils, mung, cranberry, black IPs, all, all that's done, right? No peanuts, no peanut oil, no soy, no soy milk, no soy protein, none of it. Tofu, none of it's none of it's allowed, right? No dairy, milk, cream, cheese, yogurt, sour cream, ice cream, frozen frozen yogurt. All that is is off limits. Um, MSG and sulfites, so these are preservatives put in a lot of foods, are also off limits, which is the, you know, quote unquote, no processed foods. And yeah, no sweets, um, you know, or no recreation of sweets. uh, And do not step onto the scale or take body measurements for 30 days. All right, so those are the rules, right? Those are the rules. So a lot of things that are, are, are not allowed under this diet, right? So at least to start, right, I've given the context of what the Whole30 challenge is, how to follow it, um, why gyms have decided to start doing this, which is under good intention, to help their members reach the actual goals as to when they started coming to the CrossFit gym in the first place. So these are some things, right, regarding the Whole30 Challenge and why it was created. What's happening is, unfortunately, people are not getting the results in 30 days that they want, right? It's only 30 days. You you shouldn't really be getting a lot of results under any program in 30 days. Some results, maybe some changes in the way that you feel. Maybe you lose a little bit of uh, body fat and the scale starts to drop a little bit. But significant results in that amount of time is problematic, right? 
uh, this recently came out, Noah Olson. He lost 20 pounds in one month, and there's a lot of reasons that that could have been the case, but that is not what you're looking to do, people. Uh, he is a total anomaly, and his situation is understood by him and possibly his nutrition coaches, but that is not at all what you want to be focused on doing when it comes to weight loss. And this whole 30 challenge is, you know, been marketed as a weight loss challenge. Initially, it was a time uh, when it was created, not outside the context of CrossFit gyms, to just be something that people can follow to sort of start to understand a little bit about what some good whole foods are that they could start incorporating into their diet are. And for that reason, I think the whole 30 challenge is good, which is why I say everyone do it once, right? You'll start to understand, hey, these are whole foods and I can eat a lot of these foods and uh, feel really good and feel satiated and my health improves, right? These are some things, right, after you do the Whole30 Challenge 1, just awareness of like, hey, like this food has a lot of calories in it and uh, this food doesn't. We can have more of this food and feel better and also have more of it, right? Uh, Understanding what whole foods are and what whole foods aren't, right? These are things that... Um, you can determine under a Whole30 diet. Do you need to do a Whole30 diet to do that? No, you could just go to Google and figure it out, right? But if you want to be a part of something at your gym and you want to do it once, cool, go ahead, right? But these are the reasons that you probably don't want to do it a second time. And the first and probably the most obvious is, look, this type of restriction isn't necessary to reach your goals. In fact, it's detrimental, Okay, so what do I mean by that? I mean that this restriction is actually not helping you. It's actually moving you backwards. So a lot of studies have been done showing that when restrictive dieting approaches, and when I say restriction, I mean the foods that you're allowed to eat. As you can tell, just from the carbohydrates that are eliminated here, there are not really many carbohydrates left uh, for people to consume on this diet, right? This sort of restriction, right, causes a binge-restrict cycle in individuals, meaning when they restrict, right, they start seeing improvements in a result. They slowly realize that that is not sustainable for them to restrict long-term. So they binge for several weeks, maybe even months. All the progress that they achieved under the restriction component goes away. They lost all that progress and maybe even moved in the backwards direction. Then they do it again. They think, well, the only way I'm going to get results is if I restrict, right? Because I did that for a couple weeks and I started to get results, but then I couldn't maintain it. I just need to be disciplined, more motivated, and I need to go back and I need to start this restriction diet again, this whole 30 diet that I did last year at my gym, right? So when my gym is another one, I'm going to join. They join, same thing happens. No exit strategy. They restrict for the 30 days and then they put all the weight back on and they lost all the health progress and everything that they made under the whole 30 diet in general, right? And this continues to to happen over and over and over again. Now, let me tell you something, right? The whole 30 challenges at these gyms are not expensive. They're 30 bucks or 50 bucks, whatever it is, right? They're not expensive. So people join them. They have the fear of missing out. They want to join. They do it, right? So it's not let you're losing a lot of money every year that you're doing these challenges. That's not really uh, substantiating enough for me to even make a point about, right? Like don't do these whole 30 challenges because you're wasting your money. What you're actually doing is you're wasting your time. And your time is a lot more expensive 
especially if you've been in a CrossFit gym and you've done these whole 30 challenges five years in a row and you're still not at the goals that you want or haven't really made much progress, you wasted five years at your CrossFit gym. How much does your CrossFit gym membership cost? 150 a month, 150 times 12, five years. The only reason you signed up was to reach the goals of fat loss and to be more confident, right? And yeah, there are some other goals in between there that you hit, but you still didn't reach the primary reason you started at your CrossFit gym. And it's because you think the whole 30 nutrition challenges at your gym are the answer. They're not the answer. They're not getting you there, right? And it's not your fault that you can't follow a whole 30 diet all year long. If, hey, if the whole 30 is sustainable for you, you could follow a whole 30 diet all year long with very little slip ups. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing your whole 30 challenges. Continue to hold 30 afterwards and you will reach your goals, right? Congratulations. Awesome. That has happened to very few people that I know. I can't name any specific cases where that's happened to anyone I know. But if, th- if you're listening to this and that is you, keep going. I am not going to deter you from stopping whole 30 because you can get more variety in your diet and still reach the same goals. Who cares? If it's working for you and it's sustainable for you, do it, right? The reason I'm running this podcast is because for 99% of people, it's not. It is not sustainable. And the restriction component of it, right, is a problem. It's a problem because studies show that when we involve ourselves in restriction, it creates insustainability, And it creates a negative feedback loop that if we decide that if we have a donut, that we don't have the discipline to reach the goals that we know that we're passionate about. And that is our purpose. That's total bullcrap, right? We know that we can have a donut and still reach our goals. The Whole30 teaches otherwise, right? With the way that it's marketed as a weight loss challenge, right? So you want to avoid this any, not even Whole30, but anything that is unsustainable for you. Do you see yourself doing this at the same time next year? Do you see yourself avoiding all those carbohydrates, never drinking alcohol again, avoiding beans, no processed foods, no protein bars, hell, protein powders even processed, no protein powders? Can you do it? Hey, if you can keep going. If not, you need to find a sustainable approach that allows moderations of foods that you love and that are hyper palatable and have high calories and mostly foods that are whole and make you feel good and allow you to feel satiated and make habits around those foods. Whole30 doesn't do that. The next is resetting cleansing or detoxifying. All right, so this comes up a lot. There are food sensitivity issues that people might have, which I don't even want to get into that too much into this podcast, but a food sensitivity issue or intolerance issue or something related to that is probably also not the reason that you're not reaching your goals. Sorry to say, but um, you know, a lot of people take the Whole30 as an opportunity to identify sensitivities, intolerances, to cleanse or detoxify or reset their physiology or metabolism. All right. Let me just cut with cut cut it straight to you. None of that's happening under the whole 30 diet. 
yes, can you get rid of a little bit of inflammation, especially if you're eating pretty much all processed foods and you're drinking a couple times a week? Can you switch over to this and incorporate these foods and eliminate a lot of others and, and get rid of some inflammatory markers? Absolutely. I mean, come on. Yes, you definitely can. But can you do that and not restrict all of these foods? Yes, absolutely you can. It's the better way to do it, right? So when we talk about food sensitivities, what the Whole30 diet does is it eliminates a whole bunch of foods at once. You, 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 seen all, you, you heard all the foods that I listed in the beginning. It eliminates all these foods at one time, all of them. It's over 100 foods just completely out of your diet, gone, that you were eating before. How can you determine a sensitivity or intolerance of a, of a food if you eliminate all of them at one time? It's not possible to do that, right? We have an expert integrative health coach, Coach Lauren, on our staff that knows the systematic process to identifying sensitivities and intolerances and improving overall gut health. And I can promise you right now, she's not throwing people on random diets that eliminate everything all at once, like a Whole30 or a Paleo or something random. Uh, it's just not the way to determine those things. In terms of detoxification or cleansing, look, guys, I hate to break it to you, but the liver detoxifies itself. We sweat a lot of toxins out and things that our bodies have used up, a variety of different metabolites and other things like that. And this happens naturally, right? So these apple cider vinegar and, um, you know, these pyramid scheme products and Whole30 diets and things like that, they're not doing any sort of cleansing for you. Um, it's just not doing that. It's not detoxifying anything or your liver or anything like that. This is just not a reality. Uh, it's not, it's, it's just not happening. So if that's the reasons that you're sort of, you want to do the whole 30 challenge, you know, it's just not. And like I said, even let's say if it was doing that, right. Even after the 30 days, you're going to go back to eating a bunch of foods anyway, that aren't on the diet, right. You got, you got an event set up with your, with your, uh, CrossFit people at your gym that you're going to go out and have a bunch of beers and pizza after the whole 30 challenge. And so let's be real, right. Even if you did, quote, cleanse or detoxify something during the Whole30 challenge, it's not really going to make a difference. And it's not resetting anything, right? Like, it's just not doing that, right? The, the body keeps moving. There's no reset button. You're not uh, an electronic toy. You're not resetting anything, right? Um, so this is sort of the second reason I see a lot of people joining and why you probably want to maybe avoid it. Look, it's not, it's not the right way to approach a food sensitivity or intolerance. And you're not detoxify or cleansing anything. The third thing is, uh, and this will be the last thing here, is uh, carbohydrates. Right. So I sort of mentioned some of the carbohydrates that were eliminated under the diet, Whole30 diet approach. And look, here's the reality, right? Under any type of high-intensity interval training, CrossFit, we are primarily using glycogen as our fuel source. All right, what is glycogen? So glycogen is carbohydrates stored in the muscle. So as we ingest carbohydrates, um, they get broken down, right? They're then transferred, and eventually they end up, some of them metabolized and used immediately. Some fill up in, inside the liver. Uh, but eventually, right, some is used to fuel brain glucose, right? right? Like there's a lot of different pathways that they go, but uh, a lot of it also ends up in the muscle, right? As glycogen. This is carbohydrates in the muscle. That's what glycogen is. And this is used 
first. It's our first primary fuel source when we do CrossFit workouts, okay? Glycolytic pathway CrossFit workouts, straightforward. The Whole30 does not have enough carbohydrate variants and availability of carbohydrate sources, right, to make it easy for you to get in the carbs that you need. To perform well at your CrossFit workouts, to not feel extremely lethargic before, during, and after your CrossFit workouts, carbs are essential if you're doing CrossFit, period. They're essential. And it's extremely difficult to get in the carbohydrate amount that you need to perform well at CrossFit, to feel good before, during, and after your workouts. There's a lot of craze going on right now on the internet that carbs make you fat as well, right? Carbs do not make you fat. Carbohydrates, right, are one of the three essential amino, essential macronutrients, not amino acids, essential macronutrients that you need. And the more activity you typically do, physical activity, it's better to get in more carbohydrates. But carbohydrates are not the enemy. They don't... uh, exclusively cause weight gain. Everything has to do with a calorie deficit. Uh, So it is the calorie in, calorie out, how many calories you're taking in versus how many many calories you're burning that uh, indicates whether you lose weight or not, body fat or not, not carbohydrates. And it's just nonsensical to take one variable like carbs and attribute that to the rising obesity rates and that they, they make you fat and all these other things. It's it's very complex situation, but to put it simply, calories in, calories out. And it could be carbs, it could be protein, it could be fat, but that's the only way that you lose weight or gain weight, right? It's through sort of that equation. So carbs in and of itself aren't causing the weight gain. So to to put yourself under a limited carbohydrate approach that the Whole30 sort of uh, cultivates uh, makes things very challenging for CrossFitters doing the high intensity interval training that we do, right? So look guys, do the whole 30 challenge once. Don't keep signing up for it year after year. Learn what you can, maybe form a habit or two from it. You know, get, get, uh, look, I've done a whole 30 challenge before, right? It's not all bad, right? But once you do it, once you get an understanding of like, Hey, like these calories are a little bit more than ease. And like, these high calorie foods I was eating before, like maybe this is the reason I wasn't losing weight. I was probably eating a little bit too much of this, right? I need to eat more fruits and vegetables. But the entire elimination of something for 30 days uh, is not sustainable, right? And when things aren't sustainable, we do this restrict negative feedback loop uh, cycle. And studies show it doesn't help anyone. You're probably also, it's also, you've also done this before and you know that it doesn't work. Um, you're not resetting or cleansing anything or detoxifying anything. And, uh, we need carbs guys. And whole 30 is, uh, it's too tough to get the carbs in that you need, especially for, for you if you're doing CrossFit. So look guys, join our Facebook page. Uh, we have a lot more tips like this on there. I really do appreciate you guys listening to the podcast and getting, uh, information from this. I hope this helps and I love you guys. If you got any questions, uh, you know, you know where to find us. And talk to you next time. Peace out. It's science. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it. 
Keep tuning in every week for more incredible guests and ways to reach your max potential, both physically and mentally. Please subscribe on iTunes or your preferred podcast app and let us know if you like this episode. Don't forget to check us out at consistencybreedsgrowth.com or on Instagram at cbg underscore online underscore sports for details on upcoming nutrition challenges or one-on-one coaching for weight loss, wellness, or performance. Also, feel free to join our free Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash groups slash CBG Nutrition Tribe.